Wow, what a difference. The Talkbuster Podcast. Hi, I'm Chris Chipman. You may remember me from such podcasts as the Chipman Brothers Tangent and Creating Geeks, a parenting podcast of great responsibility. I'm here to bring you back to the late 90s, early 2000s, a time of AMRAs and clamshells, a time of late fees and VHS tapes being replaced by DVDs, a time of stale gumballs and overpriced candy. Yes, that's right. I am talking about the time of blockbuster video, the Walmart of the video rental industry, the mom and pop video store killer, the corporate big choice video store that everybody loved to hate. Blockbuster is mostly gone now. Kids today will never know the crazy Friday and Saturday nights with lines wrapped around the store to rent the next big movie. No more will regulars who are in the know arrive at 10 a.m. on Tuesdays to snatch up the new rentals that week before the weekend rush. Most of all, no longer will young movie geeks like myself have the memories I, and many others like me, made while working there. You see, under all of the corporate evil and bad practices, Blockbuster was a home, a comfort, a place where I made lifelong friends and even met my wife. It is because of these memories that I, and I'm sure many of you, have that the Talkbuster podcast was created, a place for me and others to share our memories of what once was, of the before time, of the long, long ago. I'm looking forward to see where this goes, how it evolves. Join me, won't you? Welcome back, everybody, to the Talkbuster podcast. Yet another podcast where i talk to people on the internet um a lot of the times people i've never met that i meet through um this fun uh jump down nostalgia lane um and what a uh what a night we have for you guys tonight um my guest doesn't have a ton of time so we're going to get right into it um but you've definitely seen videos and posts especially recently um about this guy and what he does so without further ado i'll let him introduce himself to the world Hey, everybody. Well, thanks for having me on, Chris. I really appreciate it. This is very cool. Um, I've kind of been laying low uh, since I started Nostalgia Video. It's really, you know, just been about the Instagram page and whatnot. So I haven't done a whole lot of these, uh, you know, interviews at all. Um, So it's cool to get on here and kind of introduce myself and and tell the story of how Nostalgia Video came to be. Um, So my name is Nick Collins. I'm 27 years old. Um, and I'm the creator, I guess you'd say, of Nostalgia Video, which is a video store I built in my basement. Um, so it's a really over-the-top uh, display for my personal collection. It's not like a legitimate store that's open to the public or a place that people come in and uh, rent tapes or anything like that. Um, but thanks to Instagram and social media, um, you know, it's a- allowed me to branch out further than I ever would have thought um, and kind of connect people all over the world and, you know, keep these memories of VHS tapes alive. Um, so now we have a website, the Instagram page is doing very well. Um, so, you know, it's just a place where people can come and buy tapes and relive the memories of the past. That's amazing. So where are you located, Nick? Uh, I'm on the East coast. I'm in Pennsylvania. Very cool. I I knew it was local. I just, you know, to me, at least I'm in Boston, Boston ish. That's super cool. Another East coast guy. So that's, that's awesome. When did you, um, when did you do this? When did you start? Uh, Me and my brother got into collecting like retro games around 2012, like right around the time I graduated college. And um, uh, actually, I'd say right right on that time I started college, rather. Um, And uh, it kind of just snowballed from there. We started out with the, you know, old Sega Genesis games, Super Nintendo, stuff like that. And then kind of when we got to the end of the road with that collection, we moved on to VHS tapes that kind of felt like a real gradual transition. Um, And, you know, I just tend to go over the top with a lot of things. So 
you know, he was just a casual collector when I just went all, you know, full head of steam into it, just getting all these tapes from the Facebook groups and eBay and whatnot. Um, so, yeah, it started around 2012, 2013 with the VHS tapes and uh, nostalgia video gradually was built and expanded upon from there. We had a small tape room in 2013 and then, you know, we gradually put more and more shelves up, but we we're running out of room. Then around 2017, I made the call to, you know, bust down the wall, expand it to be twice the size. And then it just evolved into what you see today. It, it's amazing. And for, for people that are, you know, have never heard of Nostalgia Video before, go to their YouTube channel. Um, you know, you update it a lot, actually, with, you know, walkthroughs of it as you've built it up. Um, yeah. as, as if you were walking down the aisle, you know, looking for a videotape. I think that's really cool. It, what, what a, what a great way to show off a collection. Like that's, that's always been my thing is like, how do you show off, you know, what you have, what, whatever it is you're into, you know, whatever your, whatever yeah. your thing that you geek out about without it seeming like artificial, you know, like, okay, you can put a bunch of action figures on a shelf on a wall and that looks really cool, but it's right. like action figures are meant to be played with. It's like, how to? What is everybody's nostalgia for a VHS tape? It's like walking down an aisle and picking them up and looking through it. I I, I talked to the guys from um, Scarecrow Video. I'm sure right. you've heard of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they had this, you know, same outlook. You know, there's just something you can't get from going through a digital library and scrolling through that. Even like a video of walking through a physical set of tapes gives you so much more. You know, yeah. and yeah, that, that's it, so cool. Thank you. Yeah, I really, I really appreciate it. It's, um, you know, the YouTube thing is, was kind of just like a secondary outlet. Um, you know, when the room was finished around the summer of 2017, I didn't plan on showing it off at all. I, I didn't have a, a personal Instagram at the time. I really just had a YouTube channel for uploading, you know, stupid videos of, you know, my friends, whatnot, just, you know, a, a nothing channel. Um, but when this was completed, I made, um, you know, the nostalgia video Instagram page. I figured I'd just throw a few pictures up there. And um, I did this, you know, very long tour video. It was like 35 minutes. And um, I made it that long because I figured I'm probably not going to be making a whole lot of videos. So I figured I'd make one really long video, show absolutely everything that's in the room. Um, just in case, you know, people wanted to see exactly what is, what is in the collection rather than a five minute video where you really can't dig in and see what's on the shelves. This 35 minute minute video is there for whoever wants to watch the whole thing. You can watch as little or as much as you want. You can see absolutely everything that's on the shelves and all the, you know, figures and the, the candy on the shelves and whatnot. Um, so yeah, now since that video has been going viral, the, the, the tour of the store, I'm starting to put a little more effort and whatnot into the YouTube channel as well. Cause if people want more then I'm happy to give it to them. Oh yeah, no, of course. P people love this kind of stuff, especially when it hits and it, it gets a following like that. And especially with, um, you know, blockbuster being back in the news, right? Like I, I started this show. Um, you know, I, I worked at blockbuster in 2000 to 2008. That that's when I worked there. Oh, so wow. it's like, it's like right at the height of, I was 17 when I got my job at blockbuster and I worked there and was a store manager and everybody in my wedding party were people I worked with there. And I said, you know what? I, I, I was thinking about, you know, what could I create for a show? And this was about two and a half, three years ago. And I said, 
what can I create for a show that's blockbuster oriented? And I'm like, well, what if I did like a story based show that like did like fanciful versions of real stupid crap that happened to us there and like did voices. And I'm like, you know what? That would be great, but I don't have time. Like I like this being able to find somebody really interesting talk to him for a half hour, an hour and get it out there to people. Right. Like that's my, so it's like, ah, what do I want to do? And I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I'll just have the people on to tell the stories. Yeah, that's great. Man. That's the, the more outlets like this, the better nostalgia is 100% in right now. And blockbuster is back in the news and, and people just want to see this stuff again. So, well, that's what I mean. Right. I, I started it and then started getting like, you know, people are like, oh, you do you do a retro video show. Check out this nostalgia video thing. Check out these guys that do this podcast about working in a video store. Check out the last blockbuster in America, the one in Bend, Oregon. And then I'm like, yeah. oh, cool. And I reached out to them and they've been on the show. And now they're like frequent guests. Oh, you know, that's so cool, man. Yeah, that, that is awesome. <laughs> and that, I that have living the dream right there. Right, and I and I actually have a, a sweatshirt from them signed. That when I hit a certain amount of Patreon dollars, I'm giving it away. So that that'll oh, be really awesome. cool too. That's really cool, yeah. But just to give you a background on me, you know where I'm coming from. But um, what was I going to say? So what? Again, you had the collection, but what inspired you to arrange it this way? Um, you know, I've said in a couple of articles before, uh, the whole store was started as an inspiration from uh, James Rolfe, the angry video game nerd. He had, yes, uh, he, you know, he's I'm a big fan of his. He's just a hilarious guy. I love his content. Really cool, down to earth guy. And, um, you know, he had a store in his basement as well. He, he did a similar thing. Um, and I've seen the uh, VHS documentary, Adjust Your Tracking. There was a guy in that um, documentary, I believe. I uh, forget his name. It was Bradley something with the C. He had like Brad, Brad Coe video in his basement. And um, so I'm like, oh, man, this is just the coolest idea. I, like, I really think looking at my basement, I, I really think I could, you know, make this expansion, make this work. Um, so it wasn't originally planned to be like blockbuster theme. But when we knocked on the wall and we stripped it um, of all the previous shelvings uh, and everything, I was just kind of looking around. I'm like, you know what? I think if I put a couple aisleways here and paint it like you know blue and yellow i think we could really go all the way with this like blockbuster theme here and kind of make it look very similar so uh that's what i did i went to lowe's i got all the you know all, all the paint colors that i remember and just held that uh image of what i remember blockbuster looking like in my mind's eye and just went from there that's awesome dude it i mean i, I think you hit it spot on and, and what's cool is looking at like the early you know views of it it's you kind of expanded the natural way that like a video store um, history would because you get the original look of it. It's like, oh, I remember going into stores like that. They're kind of, you know, like like crammed and like and then right, when, when, yeah. you would, when you did the expansion, I'm like, it's the like, OK, and then Blockbuster came in and went, no, here you go. Now you yeah, have room. Right, actually, I really never thought of it like that, but that's kind of how it evolved. Yeah, it went from like mom and pop to like the Blockbuster hostile takeover. So that's kind of how it went. So, um, I've, I've noticed, um, you know, obviously there's a lot, there's a lot of ground we can cover, but, um, you know, you've got a ton of stuff there. Do you, no one's really making VHS anymore. Um, which I know is kind of a misnomer cause I know you make VHS, which I think is really cool, which we right. can get into, but, um, I, uh, I just, something that, you know, made me think of your show again and why I reached back out to you was I 
had the guy Taylor Morden on my show who's making the documentary about the last blockbuster. Right. And he, right. And he also made a movie about ska music, um, per, per, particularly 90s ska music, like the mighty, mighty boss tones, right. less than Jake, all that. And his movie, when it released because of that nostalgic time period, it was about for black Friday, they sold a hundred copies of it on VHS. Oh my God. Yeah. And so I bought, and so I bought one and that was like, I, it, it reminded me of you. I was like, I got to reach back out to the nostalgia video guy. That's so cool. <laughs> was cool. Yeah. That, the, the, the time to strike is now the VHS tapes they're in. Right. Just like vinyl, man. It went right back. It's same but, thing. Same exact thing. So I was going to say, so, so you, you put, you put the videos out there, you put the Instagram, you you got a following. And then what did that grow into? I know you said you, I've, I, I did a quick browse of the site, but give me an idea. Like you, you have products now and things that you do, right? Yeah. That's the crazy part is now we're actually, um, you know, building like an inventory on the site, everything. Um, so earlier, uh, about a year ago, I was able to, I was doing well enough, on, uh, selling things online, um, that I was able to leave my job as a, uh, gym manager. Um, just quick background on me. I, Went to the University of Tampa. I graduated in 2016, and I have my uh, exercise science degree, um, and I'm also a certified personal trainer. So aside from the whole nostalgia thing, I'm really into fitness and that whole lifestyle. So I was the manager of a gym about a year ago. So I was doing so well at the time selling online. I kind of took a little bit of a leap of faith. I'm like, you know, I'm going to just try my hand. I'm comfortable enough to leave this job right now and just see how well I can do. I'm trying to go like, you know, the entrepreneur route, see how well I can do selling online, that sort of thing, really invest more time and energy into nostalgia video. Um, And when I did that, it went really well. Um, Pretty much all last year was dedicated to really expanding um, the reach of the store uh, to the point now where we're closing in on like 17,000 Instagram followers. Um, I started working on the website in July and I got that pushed out around, uh, I think it was right on black Friday. And, um, one of the big uh, projects I was working on all last year, which took around five to six months were these custom VHS tapes. Um, so now they're up on the site. People can buy them. We have t-shirts, membership cards, and, um, gradually as I learn more and more about the site and how to configure all the different combinations of shipping options, that sort of thing. Um, I have a lot more uh, products ready to go that'll be listed on there. So it's, you know, it, it really did take off um, in, in a swing of good fortune. So I'm lucky it, it did pan out that way. So that's where we're at right now. And I'm very fortunate to be in that position. Congratulations, man. That, that's it, it, it. It's great that in the, you know, you know, in the recent time that you can hear about like a success story like that on the internet. Right. Because yeah, <laughs> it, it's kind of a, it's kind of a bear out there. Um. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it's not, you know, it, it is very, kind. Of, it, it's scary to, you know, kind of take that leap of faith because um, one thing you'll quickly learn as you, as you become your own boss is that your income is not, um, you know, the same every week. I mean, one week you might, sell one tape for ten dollars and the next week you might make a couple hundred dollars yeah you don't you don't know week to week you want to really focus on um you know the total at the end of the month or the end of the week whatever whatever it is the grand scheme you got to keep that big picture outlook but i'm very fortunate that it's uh to this point and i'm looking forward to see wherever i could take it that's really cool so so i wanted to ask about the custom vhs thing because i saw that you had 
you know, recent films on there. So how does that work? So basically what it is, is I um, create and design these uh, boxes on Photoshop. And then, you know, I put them together just like an old VHS tape on like a thick, authentic feeling cardstock, um, a high quality, uh, glossy label on the tape. Uh, It's all designed in Photoshop. And um, I will send the customer the box and the tape with the labels on it. But the tape will be blank. Um, obviously, you can't put the real movie on. That's not for obvious reasons. That's not permitted. Right, um, of course. Yeah. So, But what the customer could do when they get it is because the tape is blank, if they would want to transfer their own DVD on, there will be plenty of uh, reel on that tape for them to do so. If they kind of want that authentic, um, you know, that old style grainy VHS quality. So if they want, awesome. If they want to watch it out of personal preference, they, they can do just that. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm, I, yeah, you're, you're, you're hitting a particular niche for me that I need to dig into, um, very soon. <laughs> yeah, that, that's great I, to hear. Yeah. I, I, I saw, I saw the, cr- I saw the Krampus one and it, it drove me, uh, it, that would be a perfect, like that had such like a full moon features kind of thing they were going for with that. Oh my God. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That is full moon. Oh man. And, and in the best way, I mean that, you know, if, if, uh, if um, Michael Doherty is listening, God, wouldn't that be cool if he was <laughs> listening to my show? I mean that is the best compliment ever <laughs> because yeah. – hey, hey, full moon. I, I'm, a, I'm a full moon guy, so you're amongst friends. Uh, just, you know, some you say that in the wrong crowd and they go, what, those those stupid Puppet Master movies? Yes, those stupid oh, Puppet God. Master movies. Come on. <laughs> They've never seen the uh, the beauty that is Killjoy 2. They don't know what they're talking about. No, they, they have not. <laughs> I but, can't believe uh, I'm yeah, talking to someone that's else really who's seen cool. that. Yeah, that. That's really cool that you've you know you've seen the tapes, and uh, I've got nothing uh, but positive feedback so far, which, you know, that was another risk in itself, pushing those products out. You don't know um, how people are going to respond, if they're going to like it, or whatever. Um, but, you know, transferring the movie on, it's a very quick and easy process. If it's yes, it nothing, is. It's nothing too complicated. Once, you know, once I figured out how to, how to do it for myself, I'm like, oh, my God, well, other people could learn how to do this. I, you know, I think they would like these products um if i were to release them so um yeah i'm I'm working on custom uh series five as of right now and that should be out in late january dude that that's so cool so uh yeah i mean because right what's the what's the best thing about a vhs tape right is it's the heft it's the the quality of the box you know i i think back to um working at blockbuster did you ever work for video retail because you, no, you were no, kind of fortunate, I didn't. Yes, yeah, so, so I was going to say because you're on, you're only 27, so that would have been pretty much near the end. Yeah, um, when you I, were old I, enough I, to. <laughs> but um, you know, when we made previously viewed tape runs for Blockbuster, you'd go in the back room, and because VHS boxes could be broken down, all of the tapes that were on the wall that didn't have you know a tape on the front to hold its spot. You know, when you'd like break down your 200 movies to like 10, all the cardboard boxes folded up would be in a box in the back. So you'd have a thing called, hey, you're on a cover box shift and you'd come in and find all the boxes for all the movies that were getting previously viewed and just popping them back open and sliding the VHS in. And then you'd have to shrink wrap them and put a price sticker on it. There was something oddly rewarding about that. It's kind of like the noise that the controllers make on the Nintendo switch when it clicks in how that's like so aesthetically pleasing. There's something, 
there's something about a VHS that Blu-ray DVD they just can't do it. There's just something about even though it's still physical media, and, and you when you were describing your box, you know, thick cardstock, nice label. It's like I don't even need the movie to be on the tape at that point. It's like just having right. that on the wall as like a keepsake. Like look at this. It feels yeah. like it. It's got the same weight. You know what I mean? That's so. As weird as this is going to sound, how did you find blank VHS tapes? Oh, I mean, you can find the blank tapes anywhere. Um, you know, Goodwills. Uh, I, I do a lot of online shopping. It saves me a lot of time and, and gas money, especially. Um, and, and so that that was kind of the easiest route is to just go on these different sites, buy them in bulk. Um, I don't mind paying a little extra if it means I don't have to, you know, take a 20 minute drive to the Goodwill. Um, but other times it depends on what the movie is. So if it's like a half hour movie, really all I need is a tape long enough, um, that can hold that movie. So I'll use like a, an old, like Lord of the Rings tape and put the new labels over it. So Lord of the Rings is like a two, two and a half hour movie, something like that, that could pretty much hold any of those movies if you wanted to, you know, record right over it. Right. I see. Clever, clever. Mm Mm-hmm. So back back to your um to your collection because you know I I'm trying to think back of what I have for old VHS tapes because you never get rid of them at least no. I didn't yeah but um sacrilege. I'm trying to think of some of my my personal favorites but obviously your collection is crazy big and again you have a lot but are there is there anything that sticks out as being like rare or just a favorite or something that it's like wow I can't believe I have this you know um. Definitely a few of the wrestling tapes. Uh, they they took me a while to track down uh, some of the rare ones. It's uh, the two that stick out are uh, WWF in your house lumberjacks from '95. And oh uh, wow, you know, I've actually seen that. Oh yeah, that was the uh, it was like uh, the Southern themed pay per view. Uh, there's a really great Shawn Michaels and Jeff Jarrett match on that. Um, and then the other one would probably be in your house mind games from 19, uh, September of 1996. Um, that was another one. I got a total deal from some guy on Facebook. He sold it to me for about, um, I honestly don't think he knew what he had, but I didn't, I, you know, I didn't want to like rip the guy off. So I'm like, he was ready to give it to me for like five bucks, but I'm like, all right, man, well, you've got a pretty rare tape here. Um, I'll give you like 60, 65, whatever I gave, uh, gave to him there. But that was a great deal considering it's usually going for around like a hundred or so on eBay. Um, so to get those two tapes in the collection after all those years of searching, um, that was pretty rewarding. Uh, as far as horror tapes, which that's kind of the bread and butter of the collection, um, I would probably have to say the rarest tape in there, all things considered, would be my copy of The Prowler. Um, maybe Ooh. not the, the hardest tape to find, but just the condition that it's in. It's I mean, there's not even like uh, a crease or anything on it. It's just immaculate. I don't know how this guy kept it in such perfect shape all these years. But um, all things considered, I think the way the condition that it's in, that might be the rarest one. That's wicked cool. We, um, we had a, at Blockbuster, which I don't know who ended up. One of the employees took it when, when we left the store, like previewed it and bought it, but we had an original VHS, um, British VHS. So it was the original theatrical, like unrated cut. Of um, the Wicker Man, the original. Oh yeah, and that was just because no one, had, no one had ever seen that movie, let alone like. <laughs> so yeah. we used to push that on people a lot. Do you do you have any tapes that were like, 
in like exclusive to big chain video stores boxes because I know Blockbuster and Hollywood did that a lot. Um, not like any exclusive. Not, I obviously have like X rentals in there. Um, yeah, of course. Not, yeah, nothing I can think of that's like an exclusive to the store. Um, no, nothing off the top of my head. I, I'm racking my brain. Oh no, it's okay. It just it, it comes up from time to time because uh, from being from Boston. Um, you, you ever heard of the movie Boondock Saints? I have. I have not seen it, but I I, I know what you're talking about. So the, the the first one was was a big like cult hit, and then they made a sequel, and, and the guy that made it's a bit of a jerk. Um, okay. but but whatever. Um, it, it's a blast of a movie. It had um, what's his name who ended up being on The Walking Dead, the crossbow guy, whose name I'm gonna forget. Um, but anyway, it, it was a really big deal, and right. uh, it was. Sh- um, took place in Boston, so it, around here it, we couldn't keep it on the shelf, but it was a blockbuster exclusive. So yeah. it became like this: like the only place you can get it is Blockbuster. Yeah. And so we used to get like stormed for people, dude. We need the Boondock Saints guy. The guys from the Dropkick Murphys just tweeted about it. And we're like, oh, all right. So that that was fun. Oh, but man, uh, I really, I really envy it for those years that you worked at Blockbuster. That is, uh, you know, just to have those memories and to hold them uh, and to remember, you know, probably like the the moments that you got alone in the store, just just to look around and, you know, see all the tapes on the shelves. That That's probably got to be something special for you. Oh, ex- extremely. I mean, you think about when I started, the store was still primarily VHS. We had a row of DVDs that weren't even fixed in, mixed in with the rest of the tapes. It was yeah. like a new thing and they weren't sure if it was going to stick. So yeah. <laughs> and you know, know right? Right exactly. Um but no so so cool keepsake. I have the uh, the gumball machine from the blockbuster I worked at. Oh my god, that's incredible. That, yeah. that that's awesome. If if you find my my YouTube, you can find I did a live recording of my show. Um, with all my staff that I used to work with at the store, oh, at least six good. six of us anyway, that's and great. I I did it at a local um like rock club like downstairs rock club in Salem, which was the store our city our store was at, and I made up a stage with like video rental boxes behind me on like a print that looked like my logo, and I had you know the the liners in front of where we were sitting to hide our microphones and everything looked like the blue and yellow, like liners at the top of the um, pits. Yeah, it was, it was pretty oh, that's cool. Great. Yeah, that's great. I got, cool I got into it a little all bit. these years. So yeah. Yeah. So and people remembered it, man. We, we had a good turnout for that, but um, it, there's just so much to think about. Cause like I, like I said, I grew up, I mean, you, you were at the tail end of VHS. So to have a love of that, it's, mm-hmm. it's super cool. Um, yeah, do you I have fortunate to still be kind of in that, um, you know, right before the cutoff date. I'd say like the kids born around like ninety five, ninety six is mm-hmm. that's that's probably where they start to not remember any of it. Like they their first memories are DVD. So I was lucky to, um, you know, grow up on VHS tapes and still be um, around when they were like relevant per se. Um, so it wasn't exclusively all DVDs. Those kids, I really, uh, I, I really feel bad for. They have a little bit of a deprived childhood. Yeah, and also they, they don't have to go through the pain and suffering of figuring out if their VCR is going to work. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's, that's true. 
So, no, so man, that this is so nuts. So you said you had some other stuff. So you have figures and and um, video games. Like, what are some of the uh, highlights from that stuff? Oh man, well, um, you know, upstairs um, is a whole different animal. It's just this um, insane retro game collection too. Um, what I have down in nostalgia video in the video game section is that's really just all empty boxes and whatnot, just for display. Yes. Um, but upstairs is that collection that me and my brother just amassed over those few years from um, 2012, even to now. Uh, for Christmas, we usually keep the tradition alive, getting one monster haul of games. Um, and we've been collecting, really, been sporadically over the years since we were little kids. Um, but yeah, a crazy retro game collection. Um, one of the highlights we just picked up for Christmas was uh, Kirby's Dream Land 3 for Super Nintendo, which that's really <laughs> getting up there in price nowadays. Um, the Sega Genesis collection is actually pretty close to being complete, which is nuts to think about. That's a crazy uh, thought. Yeah, yeah. It's just a lot of cheap sports games left at this point. And, uh, you know, the RPGs, which really aren't my thing, but I I'm sure I'll end up getting them along the way. Of course. Um, yeah, it's the sickness, but <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, as far as, like, uh, action figures and stuff like that, out, out in the garage, another crazy collection. Um, you know, I only have so much space to display all this stuff, but um, a lot of vintage wrestling figures. Um, being 27 years old, I kind of grew up in the, uh, like, the Bone Cruncher era with wrestling figures and uh, Jack Specific, that was my brand, my go-to brand of figures. Yep. So a crazy collection of uh, the classic wrestling figures and bone collect, uh, bone crunchers. Just uh, a lot of other random, bizarre things out there. Dude, this is this is amazing. So you've you've been um, you know, you said you didn't you don't do a bunch of these a lot of these interviews, but you've been uh, kind of highlighted on some stuff. Is that just because the video went viral, or did you did you reach out or or how'd that go down? Yeah, it's really since that um, original tour video started going viral a few weeks ago. Um, I don't know what happened, but the one day I'm just sitting in my room. I saw someone shared the video. And next thing you know, I'm getting all these notifications on YouTube. My subscriber count on YouTube is going through the roof. Um, the video went from like, you know, a as of a few weeks ago, it had like maybe 30,000 views, which is, you know, phenomenal. I never even thought it would reach anything oh yeah that. um but then all of a sudden it's at like seventy five thousand a hundred thousand two hundred four hundred thousand i'm like oh my god what is going on and <laughs> because all you know because it's being shared to so many places and so many people are seeing it then my email is being flooded by all these places that want to do stories on the store different articles and whatnot asking for permission to use uh for them to use my pictures and whatnot um so it's you know, kind of just been this crazy outreach um, flooding in my inbox from all the different platforms of people wanting to do articles and pieces on the store. And before um, last year, when I took that leap of faith and trying to do my own thing and really push a nostalgia video a little bit harder, um, I wasn't really too keen on doing like a lot of interviews and podcasts and whatnot. I still wanted to kind of balance my personal life and keep um things somewhat private um but you know this has been a lot of fun uh conversing with people coming on shows like this doing the articles and seeing people enjoy the store and you know what we put together downstairs um so i'm glad i did start to you know do um 
some more articles and shows and uh, expose nostalgia video a little bit more. So it, it's been a crazy ride, and I really don't know where I could go next. I'm just taking a wait and see approach. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, it it, it I, like I said, doing a little thing here myself, you know, and every every little bit when stuff starts to kind of explode and you. You know, I, I I had the other day my buddy Steve, who I worked at Blockbuster with, shot me a screen cap from a conversation over web chat he was having with his boss. And his boss had he, he's an IT guy, and mm-hmm. his boss had screen capped the screen to say, "Hey, what's going on with this? You know, notification I'm getting over here." And over in the corner, it said "Now Playing," and it was one of my shows. Oh and my Steve's God. like Steve's like I've never talked about you, so my boss is a fan of you without the connection for me, and that's I'm like, great. oh, that's <laughs> that that's how it starts. No, so you know, like I said, I I I feel you on that whole, you know, you know, kind of, like this is your personal thing, right? So you, you, the fact that you've reached out or answered my call is is an honor to tell you the truth because you know you could talk to anybody. I I Sandy from the the last blockbuster when i said why did you agree to come on my show because one of her employees saw my my a tweet that i had about the show and said oh you gotta talk you gotta talk to this guy and who am i you know some small potatoes guy from boston just having fun and she said she goes look she goes i've been on you know abc ellen you know all these people coming in They're, they're doing puff pieces you know she goes and it's great because people see me and see my store she goes but you're a person you're right. you're not you're not coming with this fanfare and this stuff to fill out. She goes, I can be upfront and I can like have fun and like be real with you. And I, that's what I love about this is it, it's a way to connect with people about stuff that we all love. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's uh, that's why I'm starting to to really enjoy stuff like this too. Um, you know, th- this is a lot of fun doing this here with you, and you know, just the previous articles and stuff I've been a part of so far, and. Uh, you know, just to to know that people do love and still hold these fond memories for the stuff that we all enjoy, um, you know, doing more of it is is really not something to think too much about. I, I'm happy to do it. Right. And it's it's you know, I, I was having this conversation with someone recently, you know, it was like being down on like it's someone who 10 years ago, you know, when the when the Marvel movies first started coming out, was like, yay, everything that I always loved, and yeah. now they're and now they're super cynical because oh, it's Disney and blah 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 and yeah. corporate, and I'm like, dude, I go ten years ago, you you couldn't have you wanted it all, and now all of a sudden it goes stop, like sit back and go, hey, everything that exists, every piece of media, every toy, everything you see on your shelf, wasn't made because somebody said, hey some kid is really going to love this and still talk about this 15 years from now. They said, Hey, we're going to make money off of this. Don't love it. Don't love it for the reason they created it. Love it for the reason that it means something to you. And that's that, that's what this is all about to me. You know, I I was saying someone about the, the star Wars movies, who cares if some people don't like them? Do you like it? Does it make you smile? You know what I mean? If it makes you smile, then that's all that matters is, is the, is what it means to you. And I think, what you have there is a testament to that is it's like, yeah, of course me making a podcast about Blockbuster is, you know, kind of glorifying the fact that there was a corporate entity trying to make money off of people's late fees and all this other stuff. But that didn't change the fact that when I worked there, I made some of the best memories I'll ever have in my entire life. 
Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, people are always going to have a cynical view on why, one way or another. There's, you know, such a with, with the internet now, um, you're going to get the negative point of view, even if it's the greatest thing in the world. It could be the most positive, uplifting thing in the world, but you're still going to get that group of people that's going to um, crap on it, so to speak, and um, look at it in that you know rain cloud point of view. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, ne- I never really thought about Blockbuster that way either. Just like you said, it, it, like that may be true. It's a business and they were in it to make money, but it brought people a lot of great memories and stuff like that. So I prefer to look at things that way. Of course. I mean, because that's all we're left with, right? You you have a basement full of memories. Yeah, that's and those are good memories. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I don't I, I'm obviously holding on to those memories because like you said blockbuster brought me a lot of great memories as well um not because i admire you know their business strategy or what they did to the mom and pop video stores um so yeah i keep a positive outlook on the whole thing well you know i i promised you a short run so so i'll bring this to a close so you can get back to what you were doing but i i I wanted to quickly share with you something really interesting so you and i scheduled this a day or two ago um Mm -hmm. And nobody, like, I didn't like, you know, go around and be like, hey, guess who I'm going to have on till about tonight? Because earlier today, Facebook, three or four friends tagged me in an article about your, 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 your thing, nostalgia video. Oh and, and then my cousin Missy, who's on Twitter and lives in Kentucky, I have a really big house. I, I live in my family's homestead. So this is five, five sons grew up here with my grandparents. And right. so she, she was, she actually lived here for a few years cause her, her dad got sick and passed when, when she was young. So mm-hmm. she has a big connection and she goes, Hey, as the eldest, you know, grandchild of the Chipman family, I would have no issue if you did this to your basement, Chris, and like posted oh your God. article. And I'm like, you know, funny irony, I'm going to be talking to this guy in a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> and so she was weird. like, "No shit." <laughs> so, so, so I, so it, it's funny how, um, how, how this crazy internet thing brings us all together. Um, yeah, it's very ironic. Um, actually, like uh, before this video, uh, the original tour video of the store uh, started going viral, and I was getting all those notifications, and my phone was blown up. Some guy messaged me on Facebook, um, you know, just tell me love the store and th- this and that, and he's like. I can predict it. You're going to be going viral very shortly. I'm like, oh, man, I, I, I don't know. I, I hope so, but we'll see. It's like, remember this message when it happens. And it was like, like a winky face. I'm like, well, that was kind of weird. And then like a couple of days later, this all started happening. I'm like, man, it, it's just very strange how, how things come full circle like that and uh, take off when you least expect it. Isn't it? Oh, man. So, again, you've got work to do. I want you to be able to get back to it. But I wanted to give you a chance again to 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 plug Nostalgia Video one more time. Obviously, when we when we get off of this, if you want to shoot me a message with the Instagram link and the various other things, anything you want me to post along with this when I put it up, that'd be great. But um, but 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 tell tell the world um, again one more time where they can find you and what you're offering. Good, sir. Well, um, the, the best place to see um, all things Nostalgia Video would definitely be the Instagram page, and that's at nostalgia.video. Um, and then on the Instagram page, you can also find the link to our website, and that's nostalgiavideo.net. And on there, you can buy vintage VHS tapes. You can buy the custom VHS tapes, which are modern movies 
on VHS. So movies like Krampus, like we talked about earlier, um, Toy Story 3 and 4, stuff like that. Um, you could also buy uh, our Nostalgia Video Retro Ringer t-shirt. And then, of course, we have the YouTube channel with tours of the video and stuff. And you can find all that stuff on the website as well. There's links to the YouTube channel. Uh, but those are the best places to um, find all things Nostalgia Video. And, you know, I hope I can pump out a lot more cool things this year. And, uh, Chris, I just want to say thanks. Thanks a ton for having me on because um, this will be, you know, very good for the store as well, getting the, the name and the brand out there. Um, and most of all, it was just a blast sitting down and talking to you for a little bit about tapes and, you know, all the memories that we that we still love to this day. So I really appreciate you having me on. Oh, dude, you as well. Thank you. It was an honor. And, uh, and you know, just to let you know, it's an open invite if you ever want to come back. I know that you're a busy guy, but if you got something you want to plug or pitch or if you just want to talk about something cool you found, um, reach out to me um, by all means. Um, Absolutely. I'd love to be back on. This was very fun. And uh, so, so everybody out there that's been listening, instead of my normal ending, I will say thank you for making a, it a nostalgia video night or day or whenever you're listening to this. And until next time, um, be kind, rewind. Bye, guys.